0: Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each and every week, we bring you a woman who uses her talents to help other women succeed at work and in their lives. You know, I've enjoyed hearing their stories for more than 10 years and chose 19 of them to contribute to my book, Leading Women, which is still available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and your area bookstore. Now I'm excited to announce the new book, In This Together, How Successful Women Support Each Other in Work and Life, which just came out this January. I'm so excited about this new book that I invited the amazing women who inspired it to talk about In This Together and about their own work on behalf of women and their support of women. This week, I'm pleased to introduce to you, well, reintroduce to you, Cheryl Benton. Cheryl is the founder and publisher and head, and head tomato of the3tomatoes.com, leading women co-author and trailblazer, marketing professional who works in so many ways on behalf of women and girls. Cheryl founded The Three Tomatoes, a digital lifestyle media platform for women who aren't kids anymore to combat the invis- invisibility she started to feel as she got older. Already a successful New York City marketing professional, she created it just for fun and sent it out to 60 friends. Today it's published in New York City, L.A., and San Francisco to thousands of friends and tomatoes living their lives fully at every age. She is a passionate advocate for advancing women and girls. Cheryl truly believes that tomatoes have an obligation to help other women succeed. She founded and chairs the New York City Leadership Council for Plan International USA to raise the awareness and funds for Because I'm a Girl program that is lifting girls out of poverty. She's won won a ton of awards as a marketing professional and for many years was actively engaged with the U.S. National Committee for UN Women, which is the United Nations entity that champions women around the world. Besides being a leading woman co-author, Cheryl wrote a fun tomato novel, Can You See Us Now?, and recently co-authored Martini Wisdom, featuring 50 fun and irreverent quips about life from the Martini ladies with her daughter. So I'm so pleased to welcome Cheryl Benton, my friend and co-author and such a great supporter, back to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Cheryl, so glad that you're back with us. Well, Cheryl, thank you, thank you, thank you for all the support that you've given in this together, how successful women support each other in business and life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, gosh, thank you
1: for writing the book, really. I mean, I thank you not only for me, but on behalf of
0: everyone out there. Well, as you know, it's not just me. It's my amazing team, and uh, I have two amazing men that are working on this, that were working on this project as well. So, and again, you, you talked about the research this was researched by the community, the the gay lesbian community, the women of color. We made sure and everything was was in there and that would be read and understood by anyone who picked this book up. So it's, it' have all the all the diversity and hopefully all the language and and information that any woman, or man can pick up and read and feel comfortable reading and feel like they're being, they're actually being taught. I mean, it's too, yeah.
1: Well, it's, it's for them. as I said, it is really well researched and it's just such good information with really steps that we can all take to start to yeah. actually see change. And well, make change happen. So it's yeah. not going to
0: happen if we're if no. we're sitting around wishing for it. No, and we can talk about it till till you know tomorrow and the next day, and it's yeah. not going to change anything until we act. Well,
1: there be- there is so many things about your book that I I loved and things that just resonated with me. I feel like I should actually be interviewing you because there's <laughs> so many great things about this book well, and well. and really talking about the power you know the power of women to really make things happen and. You know, some of the things I had highlighted, I just went to, you know, before this call to review some of the things I'd highlighted in the book yeah. that struck me, and I love the thing about multiplying our influence. I think that's such a powerful statement and yeah. something that all too often as women I don't think we think about our our influences. And yeah. if we're, yeah. you know, all in this together, <laughs> yeah.
0: multiplying
1: that effort, that's that's really huge. Well.
0: And and I and I and I really like lift as we go and yes and that's and this is something that you've done and your daughter have done and your community has done our community has done it's lifting as we go we lift up other women as we go you know one of the things that uh, Gloria Steinem said at the uh, play in New York City uh, and she was asked some questions it was great they had, there were a lot of students there but you know she's so what's a good word? She is so down to earth, but she's so logical and rational. She said, you know, these are things that we should be doing every day. You know, just, just again, in our lifestyle, in our day to day, uh, you know, the way we manage things is that we're just lifting each other up as we go, you know, and that we're all, like I said, she said, I mean, I loved it too. She said, and we're all in this together. But, you know, we, we just sometimes forget that the simplest things that we can do is just, support someone else, uh, you know, what she said, every day do something to lift another woman up to, to help yeah, another woman in some way. Yeah, that's just such think, great just, advice. Yeah, just think what the world would be like if we did that right now. I mean, I, I try to do that too, but, I mean, just think just if every woman uh, who who's out there just stopped and thought, you know, I'm, I'm in the grocery store, I'm in the shop, or here's my friend. I'm just going to give her some great words of encouragement or I'm going to tell her how fantastic she is, tell her what a great job she does, anything just to say, and, you know, I mean, it's always amazing when somebody gives you a compliment, you go almost like surprised. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? But it's,
1: right. You know, oh, is that me? Is that me you're, you're talking, talking about? about? Yeah, or or then putting yourself down because you go, oh, no, it's nothing. Or, you know, we yeah. tend to do that, too. Yeah.
0: Well, we want we want women to not only lift each other up, but we want them to toot their horns as well. But uh, let's talk a little bit about you because I, I, again, you have been such a great supporter and what you're doing. You're a co-author to Leading Women, but you've helped in so many ways with what you're doing. You've worked with UN Women, but you know I I also have been reading this uh, this I guess you would call it. What would you call this the, the state of gender equality for U.S. adolescents? What would you call that? Uh, it was that? a survey it was a survey that was surveyed last spring. But, you know, it, it's hard to believe in 2019, some of the things that I was reading about adolescents, the way they perceive. But again, we as women need to understand the power we have with our children. With yes. Every day that th- these are emotional, physical, social, psychological sponges that we are bringing into this world. Your parents are the first people that you're looking at to to start your belief systems and your and your your thoughts about yourself. But you know where our biases come and our stereotypical thinking. I mean, this, this article, you know, well, first of all, let's talk about you. Let's talk about what you've been doing, but then we'll get into the gender equality issue for adolescents in just a little bit. But tell everybody about you because your story is fantastic. And like I said, you've been just a great supporter, and you are a leading woman. You're one of the oh, leading women. thank you. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, it's it's just been a great adventure. You know, I had spent my f- first career in the new york city ad agency business and when i left that about 10 years ago and i had started a marketing consulting business but yeah i was living and working in new york city and i knew all these really fabulous wonderful women who happened to be over the age of 50 60 70 80 and beyond and Over and over, so many of us were saying we were starting to feel invisible. We were starting to feel marginalized in some way. And these are accomplished, successful women who were saying this. And it's sort of a time when that kind of ageism thing first starts to creep in, and you look around and you realize that, you know, you've fallen off the radar of marketers, and uh, you live in a vibrant city like New York, York, but if you pick up, you know, any – guide to what to do in the city, it's all for, you know, all the great twenty somethings and nothing yeah. for the for the rest of it. Fine. So just for the luck I said, Well, if no one's talking to us, we will talk to each other about our fabulousness yeah. <laughs> And I started the Three Tomatoes as a little newsletter and I sent it to sixty friends and it just took off from there because, obviously, there were a lot of us feeling this. And it wasn't just women in New York City. It was women in L.A. and San Francisco and London and yeah. and pretty much everywhere who, who were having this. So, really, The Three Tomatoes is all about celebrating women at every age and every stage of our lives and yeah. um, enjoying the journey together. And for me, personally, it's been extraordinary because I have just had the opportunity to meet so many extraordinary women who i would never have gotten to to know had i had i not embarked on this so for me personally it's been the the most gratifying thing that i've that i've done so i get out I think I get much more out of it
0: than, than others do. I do it for me. Yeah, <laughs> and well, hopefully, other people enjoy yeah, it. That's the best thing when you do it for yourself. You know, again, that's where Timeless Women's Speak came from, was that I started feeling the same thing, becoming invisible. Uh, dismissed and invisible was the way it was. I yeah. Feel. You start out cute, you know, and. Cute, whatever, and, and and then all of a sudden you're invisible, and it it was really hard, and and when you start to really ask those questions, and you make that overt, I mean that overt, that covert overt, and you find out that there's so many women out there that are going, well, but you know I think again women if, if they're if they're not if they're not a certain size, they're not a certain, they haven't got a certain look, I mean there's all that invisibility that the marketing the companies have have created for us too and they still do that you will be invisible unless you do x y and z and, and ageism is definitely part of it but you know it goes all it goes all the way into beauty it goes into hair it goes into your weight oh, I mean, yeah. and, so, and here we are 2019 and we're still 12th in the ne- in the world as far as women's leadership, and it's like, wait a minute. You know what I'm so excited about right now? What I'm really excited about is what's going to happen in this next election. I am mm-hmm. so excited. This Kamala Harris, uh, she is she is something. You know, the women of color really are united. Uh, I I don't know if you've met Sheila, Dr. Sheila Robinson, but she is the uh,
1: I have not had that honor. Now,
0: we, well, she just joined the board of Take the Lead, and I'm so excited about that. And I'm working with diversity women, uh, and she has Diversity Women magazine. But she has conferences every year, but she brings young women of all ages in, and, and again, the diversity—probably uh, most, I uh, probably probably close to 75% are women of color. But I mean, it is the most fantastic three days because by the time everybody leaves, they've experienced something that they've never felt before. First of all, the diversity that goes away pretty quickly. but then just the fact that these women are together supporting each other you know like yeah, we do, that's we powerful over again as they go, I've never been to anything like this before. I've yeah. never had this feeling before. Those honest conversations about truly finding your sisters and that you know sisters encouraged, but those sisters that those like-minded women, who are, are there for you. But the other thing that they've really brought out, which has really helped us because this book talks about man, male allies, is that they had their male advocates there. And this was absolutely fantastic because these men were standing next to these women, these smart, amazing women, and saying, hey, we're here because we're support, supporting these women. We're here. That,
1: yeah, and that's so key. That is That is so key because so often, and you know this, Nancy, how many times have we been to quote unquote events around gender equality and it's yeah. and it's always a room full of women yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. where are the men? you know we cannot do this yeah. without you know without that yeah. support and and yeah. that too, yeah. but it's such a powerful thing to see women really stepping up now and supporting each other and I like you, I'm feeling very optimistic too, and I think it is it is time for women to really Step up into our full power, and I think that is starting to happen in in a lot of different ways, and segments. Absolutely. And women women are standing together more than I have ever seen it,
0: you know, in my lifetime. Well, I, I think this again, this election, I think is going to be the true test if we're really truly going to support a woman and i, I can't wait to to start supporting <laughs> uh, whoever it's going to be i'm going to support but i mean i'm standing up right now i sheila i'd like to talk with her now and just find out who who the who they're getting behind she has such an amazing group of women yeah. that she works with that just yes. i know that i know they're working very very hard and, you know and i've asked this question and from different women along the the process of who's coming out, and and everybody's been kind of coy until here recently, so, (laughs) but that is the ultimate glass ceiling. Once we break that, I think, I think, I think anything is possible. I think anything is possible, but uh, let's talk a little bit about this study, this, this survey, because I was fascinated when I started reading it, and and I, and to tell you the truth, I got a little angry, I know, yeah, it's there. fascinating and disturbing, isn't yeah. it?
1: It yeah. absolutely is. Yeah, this this I I'm very involved these days on a volunteer basis with Plan International USA, and uh, Plan International as an organization has actually been around since 1936, yeah. and they're a, a worldwide group that has been supporting the rights of children since 1936. But, in the last few years um they've actually started to realize how really, really important it is to support girls and most of their work is in the developing world yeah. and one of the things that really attracted me to them was a the number of programs that they are doing in developing countries for adolescent girls because we all yeah. know how what a critical time this oh, is turning a point in a in a yeah. you know in a girl's life. So I got very involved in them and and um actually formed the New York City Leadership Council in New York where a group of volunteer professional women who really believe in their work and, and we're helping to build awareness and and raise funds. But what was really interesting in addition to the work they're doing in developing countries was this survey that they did here in the US yeah. just this past spring. You know, they had over a thousand participants and it was boys and girls aged uh 10 to 19 it was all about you know their attitudes on gender equality and sexism yeah. Certain, i mean first of all when you look off the bat you know 21% of girls said that there is uh only 21% of girls said there actually is equality for girls right now but 44% yeah. of boys think there is so there's definitely already a uh sure. a dichotomy in that and the other thing is how boys and girls perceive sexism and you yeah. know 51% yeah. of girls say yes this is a problem only 19% of boys even recognize that this is an issue you know and that raises the question of it's girls who are having to shoulder this responsibility of how how do we change that. Yeah. And then one of the other things I thought was so disturbing is how girls are perceiving themselves. Yeah. And it's still yeah. this whole issue about they definitely feel that physical attractiveness is our number one value in society is how sure. they look. Yeah. and no matter what positive messages that are being put out there to try to change that 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 really struck me as as something that was just so yeah. sad and the majority of adolescent girls say that they're receiving messages that they're that make them feel less powerful, less safe and mm-hmm. overall less valued than boys.
0: Mhm. But, but again, what I was reading also, which I think we need to interject here, is that having mothers who also had their perception of inequality and their perception of equality was very, very key as to how the women, as the boys and the girls, well, especially the girls, felt. Yes, it
1: was very much so, because then they do go into the parental role in terms of boys' attitudes and also girls' attitudes, yeah.
0: too. But, but, too which, but that makes perfectly good sense. Yes. yes. Absolutely. You, know,
1: you, you become Absolutely. the people you
0: spend time with, and the first people you spend time with are your mother and your father, and, and if you start to see uh, inequality in the relationship between mother and dad, you're going to assume that's just the way it works in society, And so, you, and when you get out there it starts to become that way. You know, I mean, the the one, that data, you know, the data that sh- says they ask women, they ask men, who would you rather work for? Women will say they'd rather work for a man, which is crazy, and the men will say yeah
1: well, I, work yes, for a man. Yeah, exactly. That, exactly. That,
0: that, how women and girls see themselves as leaders. I mean, here we are, we're still fighting this stuff, but as parents, we're, we're missing the boat. If we want to really truly have this equality, this gender equality, this looking through things through a gender lens, we have, it has to start at home. It has to start at
1: home. A- absolutely. But we also need, I mean, I think very much we need to be doing a whole lot more in our schools, too, because oh, this, wow. yeah, you know, not, there's no educational agenda on these topics.
0: Well, I you mean, they've even dropped sex education, so, I mean, sex education. Yeah, it's just barely so there. The, you know, all the above. But, again, what we see, what we hear, what we read, and, and this is something that I've said and I've, I say this often, is don't believe everything, everything you see and you hear. But when you're an adolescent and you are bombarded with this media, I mean, you've been in media, you've been in ads, you know yeah. that they're, you know, and they were talking about the popular TV shows, the shows that they watch. How do you, I mean, this is where 50 Women Change the World in Media and Entertainment with Take the Lead is so valuable. I got, yes. I got totally behind that. Got, I was so excited about this piece of 50 women that were nominated by other women in media and entertainment to be part of the cohorts. These are women that are producing films, uh, they're writing, they're you know, they're visual. it's what we read, what we see, what we hear. Right. It's and, so
1: and that is so important for that to happen. The messaging and the imaging and the role that media can play in you know, in changing societal norms and culture is huge.
0: Well and,
1: and yeah. Yeah, they need to step up and really step up to that responsibility.
0: And I think that's where, you know, we, we did elect the first man of color as president, but I think if we can, if we can elect a woman, I, I think a woman of color would be fantastic. I don't care at this point, but I really think uh, we can come together when, when girls and boys and men and women see something. I mean, I think we're so visual. We're, we're so, <laughs> we go along like little sheep, you know, bah, you know, here I come, bah. You know, I <laughs> yeah, come, exactly. I hear you. Yeah. We're doing it. I mean, this book, In This Together, uh, you know, Simon Schuster came to us, by the way. They That's came, wonderful. They came to us after leading women. And I think, again, they understood, as many companies are beginning to understand, when they have women in top leadership roles and women in the C-suite, they're more successful. Because, again, what we're good at, we continue to be even better at, which is developing relationships, not only within the corporations, but outside, which is where the success of these companies are finally coming into play, that they totally understand. It's about relationships. Exactly.
1: And And there's another powerful uh, line in your book, too, that I had underlined, which was talking about how our feminine traits are actually our power tools, and that's how we need to perceive them. And that's how, you know... Companies
0: need to start perceiving those traits as well. Yeah. Well, Gloria Felt is in, in training right now with 50 women in journalism. And this is a, what's fantastic about these 50 women. Again, they were nominated, but what's really exciting about these women is the Ford Foundation is sponsoring this training. So we're getting a nod from some of these great foundations and entities that are going, you know, this is what we need. This is what we have to have. We have to have women out there that are writing everything through the gender lens to help men, women, boys, and girls to truly understand the importance of what has to happen for us to, to be all on the same page. That is so encouraging.
1: That's such great news to hear. It really is.
0: Well One really of the things in the book that, you, that uh, resonated with you, because, again, there's so much information, and, again, it is a say and do. We talk about sexual harassment. I can't tell you the number of times that I go and I speak to women and they they ask me what do I do about that mean woman? I've been doing radio shows about the book, but that's the question that they always ask what what do we do about mean women and and it just it's very disheartening it's disheartening, yeah,
1: yes, that is. You would think and hope that was going away, but there's obviously still a group of women who are in some form of power who just feel threatened by other women and don't want to. uh, You know, they want to lift that ladder up, (laughs) not down.
0: But if we we (laughs) kick that rung
1: off, so you can't get up it, you know, that's just if our group gets bigger than their group. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes, for sure. (laughs) Then we have but
1: a I, I think you had you had some great lessons in the book, though, for um, you know, for younger women, and certainly things like asking for what they want. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of lessons we you know women really need to learn from men. You know, certainly in the workplace, men know how to negotiate a lot better. They know right. how to right. go in and talk about their accomplishments. You know, I'm always reminded of uh, you know I heard this I've heard this before. I'm sure you have too that. You know, if a man is looking for a job and he looks at the, you know, here are the qualifi- qualifications for the job, mm-hmm. and he's got 70% of them, he's like, oh, I'll be perfect for this job, yeah. and charges well, in. You I know, a woman can look at it and have 95% of the qualifications, yeah. and 5% yeah. she may not, and she'll say, Oh, I'll never get this job. I'm not going to be
0: qualified for it. But One of the trainings was showing about the reason why women became CEOs in major corporations. 65% of them said it's because someone else told them they could do the job. I mean, that's the whole point is that, Yes. you know, uh, and, and, you know, even the women of color have said to me, they said, we know we're going to have to be twice as educated, we're going to, have to be twice as experienced, we're going to get half as much as what other women are going to get. You know, and it's interesting that you you hear these things and you go, wow, wow, but but that's where the, the value, uh, and again, we talk about the value and we talk about, you know, that confidence and those power to, to skills is that, We've got we've got to we've got to boost our self-esteem. We've got to get past our fears. Absolutely, I I think that's
1: to me. I think that's such a critical, critical thing that we can we could help to bring to to younger women is really understanding the power that they do have and being able to stand up and being able to say this is what I want. I am worth this. This is what I need. You know, I see that with my daughter and you know where you know she won't go in and ask for the raise I'm yeah, like, yeah. no you march in there and you say here is what i have done here's what i have done for the company and
0: this is what i want yeah absolutely and and this is what i deserve yes you know, yes here's the add value i've given to this company and for me to continue here here's the add value you need to give to me you know, right, and uh, there's still a lot of reluctance on the part of a lot of women to but, but again, feel you they ask, have
1: the right to do that.
0: Yeah, but asking of, uh, getting mentors and getting sponsors is so critical in life. You know, I, I, I can see the faces today of people, uh, women that supported me, but I also see the faces of, of women and men who did not support me. And and I think it's even, I, I probably could say it's been surprising some of the, some of the people who did not support me. You yeah. know mm-hmm. and it's like, "Whoa, that's really crazy and I can look back and go that's too that's really sad, but you know those days are over. I'm done with those days I'm yeah done. exactly so so what is what would be your uh, what would your be uh counsel or advice to give to young women women of all ages today what would you what would you like to offer because you are the head tomato <laughs> I well, that. I think I,
1: I think I do. I really do believe that it's understanding that you have this power yeah. to be able to uh, have really believing in yourself.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, I think that's that's at the core of it. There are so many people who are out there who want to tear us down. And I, and in so many ways now, I think for younger people it's even harder because you put yourself out on social media, and, oh, my gosh, that's the place you want to talk about the mean girls coming out. Sure. I mean, they're all, all over social media. And, it's you know, it's got to be believing in yourself, not caring about what a lot of the naysayers say, wow. Wow. and, un, you know, being able to come into your power. And that's that's just a tough thing, I think, sometimes with so many young girls to – to be able to grapple with, and not just young girls, <laughs> women of all ages sometimes well, yeah, I mean,
0: as well feel that way. That becomes a lifelong process for women who yes. don't fulfill their dreams, or always in the in the side on the sideline uh, supporting somebody else, and and cutting the side. You know, and yeah, surround but, yourself with the people with people
1: who are positive. And I yeah. I think when you you talk in your book too about building your. Uh, your counsel or your team of advisors or your yeah. your group of supporters now you know you that's to... very important whether it's just your to me the power of girlfriends is so important i mean i i'm blessed every day because i have so many great wonderful supportive friends in my in my life and we are yeah. there for each other yeah. so i think that's very important too to pick you know
0: surround yourself with that kind of energy yeah don't isolate yourself and don't don't think you have to do it all on your own. It's so much fun when you do it with other people and other other women. You get so much done. You put five women in a room and you can plan it. You can get a budget for it and have it done and wham-wham. You've got it all. Absolutely. Together. That's that's what we can do when we, when we really believe in that. Absolutely. Well, you know Thanks. what? I, I know that uh, you and I are on the same page. We're kindred souls. We are... We're in. The, we come from the the same uh, community and sisterhood. And I, again, I can't thank you enough for all the support that you've given. Oh uh,
1: well, you're just one of those super awesome women, and uh, you're just doing great things to help all of us. And I love the book and it just needs to be read by everyone. It needs to be out there. Thank you. (laughs) It needs to be on college campuses. (laughs) It needs to be required
0: reading in every corporation. All right. Well, there you go. I like that. I like that idea. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of radio, but it's – like I said, it's interesting. The questions that they really go back to the way that women don't support each other, that women are mean to each other, how other women denigrate other women, and this got to stop. We yes, it does.
1: Anymore. It does because it's just not where we are these days. It just no. isn't.
0: No. Lift, lift as you go. Lift as you. Yes, go. I love that. Well, Cheryl, anything that we can do for you, please let us know. Uh, anything that's coming up that you want us to get information out and or support oh, well, or whatever. Thank you
1: so you much. Know, you know thank you for
0: here. lifting me up today. I- <laughs> All right,
1: I'm lifted up too.
0: I always do, and I get to get to get to talk about it again. But uh, yeah, no, this is this is what I'm passionate about, and, and uh, I've got daughters, and I've got granddaughters, and, and yeah, uh, I do too. Uh, I was we ha- I had a meeting with a bunch of women on uh, Monday, and it's it really is. It's a it's it's so neat to watch women when they realize the room is supporting them. When they realize the group is there for them, because one of the questions we ask each one of these women after they talked about their businesses—that's what it was—a networking—it's called—it was a networking event. We said, "How can we help you?" Mm -hmm. And and it's almost this smile, this cute little grin comes on their faces, and they go, "Well, you know." At first, it's kind of like, "I don't know," and then all of a sudden, they go, "Right." And then all of a sudden they're going, well, you can do this, and you can, and then people go, okay, you know, and they just get, they get tickled looking. I mean, they're just actually tickled looking, and I love that. I love to watch that that little grin and that little smile that comes out, and then they really totally, uh, it's almost like they let down their guard. You know? Yes,
1: it's so great, and that's such a simple thing to remember, to ask, you know, in all of our encounters. What can I do for you? Yeah. how can I yeah. help you in some yeah. way?
0: Yeah, everything and, everything I've ever given has come come back to me threefold, and we mm-hmm. need to remember that. So. Yes. Well, you Great have you a guys. wonderful day. Well, weekend. you too, and all the best to you.